Jim Flanagan. At McGann. We made it to November. It is it is a Sunday night here where we Shout are. out to all the the Brimleys. What do we call our uh, our listeners that we settled on? The Brimleys. The we made it to November. I, I, I saw this. So I'm going to share this. Do you know November was the ninth month of the year? It was um, Latin, meant the word nine. And then they added two months. They added, they front loaded the Roman calendar, added January and Feb. November really? kept its name. It means nine. Why would they do that? Don't know. And then they boom. You never separate nine and 11. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Uh-oh. Do, 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 do. Do you like the, uh, did we get any feedback on the um, Halloween open for last episode? I haven't heard anything about the open. People uh, people really enjoyed the episode, um, but I haven't heard anything specific to the uh, the musical open. If we I weren't on Zoom, I wanted to do something similar with uh, election music. I got an email from a listener and I have it queued up right here to read it to you, buddy. Oh, yeah? For the Halloween podcast. I hate horror movies. I would watch Friday the 13th at my friend's house with my back to the TV. He would tell me when boobs are about to show up, I'd turn around for the <laughs> boobs and try to look away before she got killed. <laughs> that might be the uh, best listener mail we've got yet. Pretty solid. How was your <laughs> Halloween, bud? It was good, bud. Pretty low key with everything going on. What about you? Yeah, it was good. You know, the kids did go out. Good. Um, Luke went to 92 houses. Good, good. I mean, he was like, honestly, counting the homes. I went out with him at one point. He had like four different tours that he went out on. <laughs> he would come home and regroup. We never dump the candy though. And I, was, I, every time he came home, like, dude, dump that out. Like, yeah, so heavy. You don't want to carry that. Oh, right. no, I gotta have my my loot. <laughs> gotta have, which probably should not use the word loot. In uh, 2020, he Maybe. got the candy fair and square. Mm-hmm. Right. It was all given to him. People would put up like signs in their house if they were willing to participate because some people were not participating in Halloween. Totally understandable. Um, but yeah, he was, we went out and he's like, I've been to 31 houses. <laughs> and then later I asked him, I was like, how many did you hit? He's like, I got to 92 because I stopped at 31 and then we went to nine together. <laughs> And then when I went back out, I got to 62, and then I got to 81. I mean, he, I was like, dude, what, why are you counting these? But they made out like bandits. They had pillowcases. Like they're, uh, the boys had, they have older cousins that are like trick-or-treat experts. So they show like, the rope? Oh, yeah. Like one of them, um, Wyatt, he's in seventh grade, and he was over here telling me, like, you got to go. Like it stops at seven. He's like, you go right at like 6.30 and the people are giving you fistfuls because they're, you know, they're running out. They're about to close shop. <laughs> it's crazy. He's got it all down. Now, but they had to have pillowcases, which is like a 13-year-old move. But these guys, you know, Luke is six and he's out there with his pillowcase. Like, <laughs> they loved it, though. Why the pillowcase? Just because it, it holds more candy? Oh, yeah. They think they're going to get... And Joseph mm-hmm. was explaining, like, you're not going to get more candy because you have a pillowcase. Well, anyway. They were into it. They How did it. you make it to exactly nine of the 92 houses? <laughs> you really skimped on yours. He's like, well, the first time we went to 31, then they he all, went to nine, and then I went to 50 more. This is the first year that we were not shadowing them. Okay. Escorting them, which is um, 
ironic that we chose the pandemic year to step away <laughs> from supervision. <laughs> this is the time to let you guys spread your wings. Really? Leave, leave the nest. <laughs> so yeah, we weren't really out there with them like we have in the past. Cause they were, um, they met up with some friends and I mean, this is going to sound like they were out mixing and mingling more than they were. They were, you know, just with a couple people and, Sure. And they're all masked up. They're like two masks. Yeah. <laughs> so many masks. All the masks. Well, Jose was quarantined this week from school. Her class got, um, they had a case, so they had to send her home. Uh-oh. Her, her entire third grade class. Okay. For a, uh, you know, a quarantine. So she doesn't go back now till Wednesday. But we got her tested and I, w- I felt good about her being out. Good. To, uh, Absolutely. I can't imagine... Like this whole thing from the perspective of an eight-year-old. Yeah, it's a bummer. Well, right? I mean, it's just, but it's everyone. Yeah. This is, this is, leaves a mark on everybody, man. I mean, like, are you excited to not have to go to, like, we would have been yoked. We would have been jacked to not go to <laughs> class for two weeks, you know? We've been yoked. I don't know. We would have been very excited. I couldn't come up with a word. Are you learning new street words? I've been uh, known to pick up a thesaurus during the pandemic. Oh yeah, we would have been poached <laughs> would have been fired up i don't know where yoked came from <laughs> poached yeah so she'll be um home for the next couple of days and then back in there then boom that's over easy good all right, <laughs> right back to school uh, they send her they send her home right uh-huh. so they quarantine her cohort but then my boys are going there yeah right kind of a big hole in the whole plan <laughs> there's some, there's some that i haven't really i don't think we're we're supposed to talk about that out loud <laughs> <laughs> we don't really question things they just say that hey they, they got a plan all right they know what they're doing and then we had the time change which i don't remember ever being associated with all hallows eve do you i mean right it was always later so next week is our anniversary we actually got married the night of the uh time change oh, yeah Got an extra hour of, of wedding night. That yeah. was, uh, it was, it was over by then though, right? 2 a.m.? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we got some more, got some more sleep. But yeah, I was always thinking um, it was in November. It is. So it is apparently the first Saturday, or excuse me, the first Sunday of November. Uh, I was informed over the weekend. So this is the closest it comes to Halloween. Um, but I never remember that being like a, a thing, you know, at a Halloween party before. Do you? I never remember oh, being no. like, uh, and as the bars are about to close, you get one last crack at it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it was right. everyone's, you're already being, you're like, if you couldn't close it dressed as someone else at two o'clock in the morning on Halloween, like, all right, we're going to give you one more shot at it. Dude, that time change when you're young is the best news ever. Are you kidding? Because you have your head so far up your ass, you don't even know until like you find out that night while you're like, tonight's a night? This is when we do it? <laughs> and you just never use it for anything but staying out longer. That's it. Just continuing to kill brain cells. Well, I got another hour to work on my, my novel. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'll be in the, la- I'm going to be in the lab for that extra hour. Thank you, Mr. Calendar time. Who do you even think for that? Who's in charge of that? People are, some people are pissed about that. Some people do not want the time change uh, anymore. Why not? Doesn't make sense. They keep, that it was for farmers and that it was um, at one time made sense because of the way um, 
people were living their lives. Okay. Even with electricity and daylight, there's an argument to be made that um, we would be better off with more daylight. I thought it was so like it's light out when you leave for school in the morning. <laughs> That's what I thought it was all about. Yeah, it probably became part of that, but I think it has like some ties to sure farmers back in the day and, and yeah. being able to do more with their land. That makes a lot more sense. I don't really think they're like, wait a minute, it's dark out. Jimmy's walking yeah. to the bus in the dark. Can we can we make it later? <laughs> but the thing is like to go into this winter, which is yeah. gonna be um, you know, a grind. It would be nice if they suspended it, gave us a little test drive on the <laughs> dark at four thirty, five o'clock. Right. Why not? Everyone else is doing it. NFL's changing their playoff rules and add an extra team. MLB had a shortened season. Like this is the year to just, uh, we right. should do that with everything we want, ever wanted to try as a society. <laughs> just being like, you know what? We're just going to give a test run for 2020. No daylight savings. How much do you want us to drink? When do you want us to start drinking? <laughs> This is insane. Happy hour is going to begin <laughs> after dark. That's amazing. By the way, salute to the uh, Brimleys. I'm having a glass of wine right now. We're, do, we're doing a late night recording, everyone. We are getting together on Sunday. It's after 10 o'clock, which you, I don't man. need after, after yesterday. I had a McDonald's run this morning. Get some uh, Egg McMuffins for the rough, crew. Rough night last night? <laughs> yeah, we just had a nice time. We just leaned into it. The Halloween festivities. What was the move? Do you guys watch scary movies? No, the kids were just outside that and we, we had a fire in the yard and uh, just kind of hung out. Tell some ghost stories. Yeah. I don't really have any ghost stories. No, I was watching that haunting of Bly Manor show. Oh, yeah. uh, just it's it turned into a marathon. It wasn't even scary by episode 16. It was just like, the only thing how was, many were there? I'm kidding. It was like 10, but it was just yeah. way too long. The only thing it was haunting was my Netflix queue. It was just like, you haven't finished this series yet. <laughs> Come back. They're emailing you. <laughs> Did you uh, have any trick-or-treaters? No. It's a nice thing about a condo. I am... You only had to like put a bowl in the lobby or... Nope. Then no one's ever come here. They should put it's... that really in the, uh, in, the real, in the real estate ads. You should just stand out on your balcony. And that's what the, the, would be the move anyway. Just toss it from there. Just pepper them. Yeah. <laughs> Just start throwing zag nuts at people. <laughs> Sarah bought um, Cheez-Its to give out. Like Halloween-style oh, wow. themed Cheez-Its. And she came home with them, and Joseph and I objected <laughs> to... <laughs> we don't want to be associated with giving out something not candy. I mean, that's overthinking Halloween, isn't it? I, I love your wife. She's wonderful people, <laughs> but that's overthinking it a little bit, right? I just didn't want to be, I mean, that's the thing that you kind of want to be involved in, right? If you're yeah. handing something out, like I don't do anything around here in the <laughs> scheme of things. Sarah asked me to, Sarah asked me to vacuum the other day and I, I actually do do stuff like I'm, I'm messing around. I, I have my lane though, uh-huh. you know, dishes, laundry, shopping, um, Vacuuming's not really in there. <laughs> but when you say like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll vacuum. I almost had to ask where, where is the vacuum? <laughs> hey, where we've been keeping that lately <laughs> anyway. And I have vacuumed in the past. And then it was like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, would you do, um, would you mind doing the cushions like under the couch, which you got to like, you have to do the attachment. So then, you to, then I'm acting like I know how to, put the attachment on because <laughs> you can't admit it you can't no. admit that you've never used an attachment before 
And oh, it's that funny. By the way, we have a Dyson. And I, can I say that that's overrated, the, these Dysons? You have one of those? I, uh, I have like a little handheld Dyson. Like everyone loves it because it's like, it looks so advanced and it's yeah. see-through. It's like a little transformer. It's, <laughs> dude, they suck. That's they their don't job, suck. Pat. They don't <laughs> suck. They had like, like the industrials, like I grew when when you were growing up, remember like the Mr. Mom vacuum, like the Jaws, like the oh yeah, like that's what we had. That stuff was loud, <laughs> but worked. Like got everything. My mom is the type who loves it when a vacuum salesman comes by. Like adored it, or we never had it. Like adored no? it. No, no, which is so weird in your neighborhood that that didn't exist because you guys, you guys still have a guy who comes by and sharpens your knives and makes fun of your career choices I mean, we <laughs> talked about them two weeks ago yeah that's true but i don't remember a vacuum guy oh my gosh like they come in they spill shit on your carpet and then they're like we're gonna clean it and then they clean it and then you buy the vacuum they get in the house oh yeah really oh i know a lot of people who like did this during college preying on uh and and older i can't believe this can't just be like a they wouldn't just choose glendale heights as the neighborhood to go to we weren't uh we weren't high income we weren't first on the list you walk yeah. up to the door with the really yeah uh, uh, and uh i have i have friends who did this like as their first job out of college thinking that they're in sales i'm like well you kind of are but that's not sales people, sales people had carpeting more like we had carpeting growing up mm -hmm. it's funny now like the, the hardwood it's such a complete snapback. Everyone's got the hardwood now. Changes everything. What's what a door-to-door do -door vacuum salesman going to do? I wonder if like one day there's going to be robots, like Roombas coming to your door trying to sell you a Roomba. <laughs> you know, talking about vacuuming, like it's like I was raking leaves the other day. And dude, this is how much manual labor I do. Uh -huh. I got a blister from raking leaves. Because <laughs> I have no cat. I'm not holding that mic anymore, dude. I'm not doing sure. shit. Not calloused up. That's <laughs> great. Have any padding. I even wore gloves when I was doing it. But when you're raking leaves, dude, I'm telling you, like, it makes me think of a murder. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, well, we all agree with that. Hear me out. All right. So okay. raking leaves is the murder. It's easy. It's like, you know, it's almost like, you know, you're not even thinking about it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's a crime of passion. Uh-huh. But bagging the leaves. Is like getting rid of the body. That's <laughs> when the work starts. That's when, because when you're raking, you're like, this isn't even that bad. I thought this was gonna be so much worse. My kids are all in on the on the murder. They're all in. They're like, they're right there. But I'm like, all right, we gotta let's bag this. They take off. They leave the scene. Oh, that's great. That's when the work begins. <laughs> so you got to get rid of the body. Some neighborhoods are just leaving the bodies in the street now. <laughs> just leaving right. all over the streets taking up parking spots <laughs> but you don't drive through them because you, that's true because you know <laughs> <laughs> i found that raking um the leaves when they're a little bit wet is a good move much easier to bag harder to rake but i have such as you know this, we were in a we're in a city lot so we don't have like a huge i had to i could stand in a corner and like pretty much rake the whole <laughs> just stand the whole lawn it is um a meditative chore at this point is anything where you're outside of the house by yourself a meditative chore yeah i think that anytime you're just by yourself right i mean for me it's pretty much most of it so i'm okay with and i'm not <laughs> complaining about that at all yeah 
I mean, I, I'll, I'll stay home for an entire day and just be like, ugh, I don't want to answer these texts. Are you, do you find that your response time is, my response time is down. Your response time is way down. It is terrible. But yeah, yeah. If it were, uh, if it were up to everyone else, I would be responding all day long. So now I'll just like set the phone down and not answer anything for a while. Yeah. First of all, so people think I have more going on than I do. I mean, I don't want to be you constantly delusional. Up. <laughs> Absolutely. I got stuff going, you know, but no, That's otherwise I'll wait. You got to text or someone and you're like, oh man, I could hit them back right now. But then <laughs> they would think I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I got to sit on this for a bit. <laughs> I'm going to answer this tomorrow. <laughs> Oh man, I've got somewhere. I just, they're just going to have the three dots into perpetuity. Like I start sending a message. (laughs) If I don't finish it right away, it just slides further down that list and good luck. Maybe next birthday I'll respond. Does anyone believe when you say, Oh, I didn't see this. Sorry. I missed it. I don't know how I missed this. All right. I think it's almost a social contract, right? (laughs) That we don't, because we, we both have that right like uh-huh. i know you did i know you didn't just miss it but i also use this bullshit excuse <laughs> so i'm not going to call you out on it okay hang on because i use it today with someone so <laughs> and how uh, old was the email or the text it was earlier today but here's what happened it was uh sometimes the texts come through on my watch like inspector so- gadget <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> you're so far ahead of me i don't even want to live in that world where well i you know my my watch goes off accuse me and it comes in on my glasses i see it right read it right on <laughs> my lens uh but i didn't it it came through i wasn't paying attention i didn't see it on the watch so it never like gave me the notification on the phone right it came through on your watch while you were building your calvary on your phone <laughs> I told you I've, I've not gone back to that game. We, it was a clean break. I've never logged back in. No one in, in my clan knows, <laughs> clan with the C, no one with my clan knows what happened to me. Right. So, uh, Sarah has that Apple watch um, and she'll I'll sometimes see like a call is coming in or she'll, she'll get a message and she'll look at it and she'll be like, oh, Oh boy. Like in reading it and like reacting to it. <laughs> and and <laughs> it really does look like some futuristic, like I can't looking at your watch. I don't wear a watch at all ever. So then the fact that like getting messaging on your watch to me is just, I'm not ready for that. The only thing I use it for though, is the fact that I'm one of those people whose phone is perpetually on about 12% battery. How? I don't know because <laughs> I'm always at home. <laughs> what do you do mostly on the watch? I use it like to monitor heart rate and working out and am I sleeping well? Stuff like that. Wando. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a Wando a name drop or just like, a, is it just a brag of any sort? Just a, any brag, any, any humble brag. What, Wando. What, what, we should have introduced Wando on this podcast a while ago. <laughs> Anytime you humble brag, it's like, why is that a Wando? You asked a question and I answered. Yeah, I use it just for working out and for, I, I keep track of all my, all the awesome stuff I do on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, just really for all the push-ups I do <laughs> and such, a lot of lunging. You're like, Sarah, like, I'll be like <laughs> in the kitchen with her and she'll just look at the watch and 17,000 steps. Oh, not bad. 
gonna go for one more it's like, what else is that thing telling you it's always <laughs> it's always a great stats it really it'll just stop me and be like hey why don't you just breathe for a minute? Why don't you just inhale and exhale for 60 consecutive seconds? And I'm like, you're right. That will change my life. <laughs> I was giving her shit tonight because she, she likes to weigh, um, she weighs stuff. Like she, she'll do like these um, diets or plans where you got to weigh your, and then she'll weigh, she'll <laughs> put the glass of wine on the scale and pour it and weigh. The first class. <laughs> but then afterwards, never. That scale goes away. You know, yeah, we're not it's like, it's what, what's in a bottle? 750 mLs? Mm-hmm. Like that's, babe, 750 mL. Divide that by two. That's what you got to figure <laughs> out. Divide that. Times 750 by three. <laughs> and divide that by two. <laughs> that's awesome. Ah, well, hey, this is our election, uh, our election extravaganza. It's kind of a weird, I mean, for such a trying election, I feel like actually getting to election day has kind of just crept up, hasn't it? It has, man. Are you, what are you going to miss more, the commercials or the text messages? From the, the political sides? I keep getting, my iPhone will be like, hey, maybe this is Heidi. You're like, oh, who's Heidi, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, hey, who are you voting for? It's like, damn it, Heidi. What do you, do you respond to those people? I never have. I refuse to make that okay. I think yeah. responding is telling them that this is not a problem to do this. Yeah, I have not, for whatever reason, I don't get many texts or phone calls or I haven't been slammed with the, with outreach. Good from, for you, man. Well, I, I feel like I'm missing out. Like they're blowing you up. I get a reasonable amount and they recycle the same number. So sometimes it'll be like, maybe Emily, it'll be like, yeah, this is Brian, but Emily already, you know, messaged me from the same number. Oh, really? Like I'll have like different people on that same text oh, okay. uh, from that same phone number. All asking me my thoughts on the fair tax act. Maybe it's one of those couples that shares a, I don't know if I've seen one that shares a phone number, but you ever see this couple <laughs> that share an email address? Like, oh, oh hey, you guys. Never going to be friends with you. Unreal. Uh, you can't even have a private, you can't even have the illusion of a private conversation <laughs> with one of them. I know couples that share a Facebook account. Oh my God. Or worse, I have a, a couple, I have friends, they're a couple, and the wife runs both of their individual Facebook accounts. Oh, of course. What do you mean, of yeah. course? I mean, I, I believe it. That happens for sure. And they run both. Or how about these guys that uh, I have, uh, I have buddies that I'm not on Facebook, but they go on their wives accounts and troll everyone <laughs> and read everything. And then they scream at their wife about it. That's you heard those stories. No, that's ridiculous. Will oh, they yeah. will like comment from that page and be like, this is Brian, by the way, <laughs> I know it says Angela, but this is Brian. No, they won't comment because they wear it like a badge that they're not on social media. But they are. They're just not smart enough to set up their own account. <laughs> they don't know how to upload a picture of themselves. You know, they wouldn't be able to remember their password in three weeks' time. <laughs> exactly. I was on the water. I'm not doing those apps on my phone. I'm not on there. Oh, that's great. I don't want to be on Harry either. I hear you. There is one ad that I will miss. I will tell you that. And, and it's local here to Chicago. It's for the... Uh, 
the uh, the fair tax. And there's a TV ad. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a guy who's like, anytime politicians tell me something's fair, I know it's a bunch of crap. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's the most Chicago commercial. Oh, you can and it just like it just says retired firefighter <laughs> under him. It's a bunch of crap. And he's like, should I have said malarkey? And they're like, no, crap's fine. I think we can run that on most stations now. All right, because I can say it again with hullabaloo. Should I work in a jag off <laughs> just to make it sound? Well, no, we don't want to call anybody. No, I wouldn't call anybody. I would just say that I'm no jag off. <laughs> like that would be more appropriate, right? Like I'm not going to call him. I'm saying I ain't. I ain't. That's every conversation I have with people. Oh, so many conversations I have now with, if you notice this, you talk to someone and it always just trails off. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, right? You're like, what are you talking about? No, I'm just saying, like, God, this is just. Uh, that is every episode of our podcast. <laughs> to a T. We've never finished a thought coherently. Why would we? I said, I, I was thinking this the other night. No one, when you watch the news, whether it's news or quote unquote news, no one should be yelling. All right. If someone's yelling, red flag. Uh-huh. If someone's saying like us or them, because here's what the news used to be, right? The news used to be like, so-and-so got shot at this place. And, um, you know, they were rushed to the hospital details are facts still coming out we'll keep you now it's this now it's like somebody got shot and you you know who did it don't you and they're gonna shoot you too if you don't do something about it because that's what they want they want to shoot everybody you're not safe it's like what this is this is the news right this isn't this is what are you yeah i mean you could turn on you could turn, I mean, dude, I've done it. Sarah and I have done it. Like, let's just try and watch something different than what we usually watch. Sure. It's not normal. No, man. It's fear-mongering. Too many voices out there. Who are people letting into their brains? Because I know a lot of people that are, they're just not even, they don't care about facts. They just like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Critical thinking has gone by the wayside. Go back to the 80s. When there was like Tom Brokaw and Jane Pauley, whoever the hell. I mean, you watch 60 Minutes, these people, they've been delivering it. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they lean a certain way, but they've been delivering it for how many years? Some of them a thousand. And you turn it on and, and, and there's people on there that screaming at the media. When you were watching that interview, were you thinking about Leslie Stahl doing mushrooms at all? <laughs> Because I was a little bit like, man, how much do you think Leslie Stahl wishes she was on mushrooms right now? You're not kidding. All right, Patrick, being it's election day and you know way more about our presidential history than I do. I figured I would put together a little bit of presidential trivia for you today. A little bit of election day trivia. I'm nervous about this because you're going to expose me. I don't know. You've got some uh, you, you've got some deep ties to some of this. So it's hard to find stuff that's not going to be too easy for you. I'm going to ask you this, though. Two, uh, two candidates have won, two presidents have won 49 of the 50 states. Do you know who they were? Uh, the electoral wow. college. I, I would guess Reagan was one of them. Yeah. 
in his reelection or in the first one? First one. Wow. Yeah. And the other one, oh man, just outside of your wheelhouse, like just outside of your life. Just outside of my life? Out of your lifetime, I would guess. Yeah. If I'm doing math correctly. Yeah, I would say so. Like, so it happened right before I was born? Yeah, I would say so. Nixon? Yeah. Really? So Nixon in 72? 72. And who did he be? 80. I don't even know who he be. George Wallace? Oh, yeah. The comedian. Is that, is that who it was? I have no idea who Nixon beat in 72. It doesn't say that far. It just says. Wow. So it was Nixon and, and Reagan. So it was McGovern. Two, two Republicans. Oh, yeah, McGovern. Nixon beat McGovern. Do you know what state McGovern took? Minnesota? Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. And Nixon took 49. Nixon and Reagan took 49 states each. But that was not the closest raw vote. And then Nixon went on after that landslide to get (laughs) impeached. Isn't that insane? Right? That's crazy. That that, that response in 1972, that's coming off the heels of, of what we're going through now. Civil unrest, right? Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. But it's, it's more progress that they're responding to. People trying to move the needle forward. I didn't even think about that. That's fascinating. Let me ask you this. Who, what was the closest raw vote? Closest raw vote in a presidential race? Yep. We're talking just number of was votes. It? Just not electoral college, anything else. I'm going to give you some options here. Okay. Yeah. Multiple, give you some options. Multiple guess. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a 1976 Ford versus Carter. 1876 Rutherford B. Hayes over Samuel Tilden. 2000 Gore versus Bush or 60 Nixon versus Kennedy. Closest results in terms of raw election vote. I'll go Nixon Kennedy. It is Nixon Kennedy. Good call. That was big. And and um, Chicago played a role in that. Supposedly Mayor Daley found some votes. Really? For JFK. Look at that. The old Irish Catholic looking out for the other one. <laughs> some uh, cemetery votes. People always ask, what are you, why are you hanging in a cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> Collecting votes. <laughs> I'm polling. Uh, getting Catman and all of his, uh, his cat's votes. Fuck, another cat. Every episode is a Catman <laughs> reference. Shake this guy. It, well, I mean, you posted the video. You started talking cemeteries. That is on you. Um. Kennedy beat Nixon by about 100,000 votes out of 68 million. Wow. In 2000. He was obsessed with being president, Nixon. I mean, obsessed. 12 years later to go back and do it. And I saw someone post today, there's this uh, presidential historian, Michael Beschloss. I'm not even sure if I'm saying his name right, but I follow him on Twitter. He's a uh, historian and he'll like often uh, attempts tweet interesting trivia and i guess nixon wanted to declare victory in 68 like prematurely um he did end up winning but he wanted to like he wanted to declare victory at the same time of night that he conceded to jfk in 1960 just to be like you know that the results were 
but they were a little bit delayed coming in. And that happens a lot. And it's going to happen this year. A lot of times, you know, it takes a while to count this stuff up. Sure. Um, but he was, um, he gave in to one of his advisors was like, dude, you, you it's going to look like you're stealing it or that you're snatching it. Just relax. And he did win. He, I mean, he won fair and square. And then he dominated in 72, like you just pointed out. And then he got impeached. Who did he beat in 68? Was that comedian George Wallace? In 68? Oh, I don't know. Uh, is that, that's when LBJ didn't run again, right? I have no idea, Pat. <laughs> no idea. Might be like an Adley Stevenson or uh, who ran in 68? Bobby Kennedy was running and he got assassinated. And then I don't know who ended up uh, running that ticket. Oh, incumbent uh, VP Hubie Henry or Hubie Humphrey. Or Hubert Humphrey. Yeah. Hubert H. Humphrey. Triple H? Triple H. <laughs> Triple H. Nixon beat Triple H. Is that yeah. who he's named after? Uh, apparently. No, he's Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Um, uh, wasn't the dome in Minneapolis named after Hubert? It wasn't the Humphrey Dome? Humphrey Dome, yeah. Was he a senator or governor there? Um, he was... Did he get trounced? Was that close? I wouldn't, well, so this also references the... Um, the the George Wallace is the third party. So I don't know what the, uh, it had to be pretty significant for them to mention Wallace in here. Electoral vote 301 to 191. Hubert Humphrey was run, uh, his running mate was a Muskie. Yep. Edmund Muskie. That's a very Minnesota thing to do. Take a Muskie with you. (laughs) That's a real Nixon got 31.7 million votes. Hubert Humphrey got 31.2. It was 43-4, 42-7. And then George Wallace had just under 10 million votes, had 13.5%. That's a That's close a race. Huge number for an independent, too. How many times total has a presidential candidate won the popular vote but not been elected? How many total times? Correct. Um, won the popular vote but not elected. Well, Hillary won the popular vote. Um I would say it's happened. Um, did Al Gore win the popular vote? Also correct. So there's two. And then um, I know there were some. Oh, I'm going to guess four. Five. Five. Very close. So Grover Cleveland in 1888, Samuel Tilden in 1876, and Andrew Jackson in 1824. Andrew Jackson lost? Yeah. To who? I don't know. I didn't think there was going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of follow-up questions here. <laughs> I figured you knew who you were talking to, right? Because Andrew Jackson served a couple – he did two terms, right? He did, but in, uh, in 1824, Johnny Q. Adams defeated Andrew Jackson by garnering more electoral votes through the House – even though Jackson originally received more popular and electoral votes. I'll say this about Andrew Jackson. He is like a great example of like the American dilemma because he was, I was just watching the show when I was in Vegas and I'm, you know, got to stay in my room. Uh I'm watching the, the history channel. So Andrew Jackson was brutal to natives and people that were here and slaughtered families and Mm. women and children and you know in the name of like manifest destiny like we're gonna expand to the west but 
he also pivoted from like this um, barbaric behavior towards Native Americans and then went to um, during like the War of 1812, went down to New Orleans, marched his men through swamps and through the, the most ridiculous circumstances, got them down to save New Orleans from the British when they were, uh, they would have probably won the war of 1812 and taken over. I mean, they burned on the white house. They took right. over that war was like no foregone c- conclusion. He saved us, man. Yeah. I, there you, you have right there. The one guy, right. Sure. And people are pissed off. He's on our $20 bill and they want to switch him out. And this goes back to what I want. I think they, they should rotate it every year. Like they do stamps. Yeah. A goal. You know, you got a movie coming out. You're on the 20. <laughs> you got some cool shit going on. You've contributed. You got to, you know, r- rotate that. <laughs> Who's on the 20 this year. Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, cool, I mean, cool, that, cool. Doesn't that have like, doesn't that help against counterfeiting too? You'd be unpredictable. There you go. That's a great idea somehow. Like, I didn't know Dr. Dre was on the five this year. <laughs> well, he's releasing a new album. <laughs> me, he invented beats. <laughs> of course he is. Oh, that's brilliant. I really like this idea, Pat. But Andrew you, Jackson uh, is, is, a, um, is a great figure to, to ponder on. Because you, you know, you're like, fuck, this guy's an asshole when you hear what he did to people. And then you hear what he did in New Orleans, and you're like, we'd be eating crumpets right now. Is this as political as we get? I think this is. I just want this to be an escape. I've been thinking about that too. I just want this podcast to be a safe place for people from every part of, you know, I mean, not every part, but most <laughs> parts. <laughs> Like we're signaling many parts we're signaling, but we want to be welcoming everyone. Sure. Sure. we still have our opinions, but we try not to, uh, yeah. Force them on the people. Agreed. We just, but we do have facts. I'm just telling you when you tune in here, you're going to get the straight dope. I am yoked for the rest of this. I gotta be honest. <laughs> hey, this weekend was also, uh, the anniversary of something, very different um in my opinion perhaps one of the most important hip-hop albums of all time came out 20 years ago on uh on halloween uh if i if i said first of all if i said it was called stankonia have you heard monster of mash no not monster mash <laughs> that well it was a graveyard smash it came out well before uh the year 2000 if i say the the album title stankonia does that mean anything to you would you be able to tell me who what who came up with the album Stankonia? Stankonia? Yeah, Stankonia. The greatest oh, I don't think rap, I know the album name. Give me some um The greatest rap duo of all time. I'll give you that too. So do that. The greatest rap duo of all time. By far. Far and away. Far Cheer- and away. Oh, not even close. Crisscross. No, no, great. <laughs> who else are you gonna throw there? And Eric B and Rakim? Keep them. They didn't have as much of a DJ Jazzy Jeff and, <laughs> and the, the Fresh Prince? No. No, these two are from Atlanta. Um, How long was that song? That Oh, Atlanta has got to be... Um, who's Atlanta? Oh, man. Out- Outcast. Yeah, he's getting it. 
Atta boy. Outcast uh, Stankonia. I didn't know that was the name of the album. It was, uh, in my is opinion. Is on that album? It is not. That is when they, that was their, this was their last album together. Their fifth and final album. Um, no, wait, Outcast is Andre 3000. Come on. And there's and also a, a diner with this name. Salt and Pepper? No, no, no. <laughs> a, a chain of diners with this rapper's name. And normally the name of the person who owns Denny's? it. <laughs> Andre 3000 and Denny? It's Andre 3000 and IHOP. And <laughs> Andre 3000 and Big Boy are the two uh, rappers who, and that one's real. Andre 3000 and Big Boy, but he spells it B-O-I. <laughs> this remind me of an old school joke about the um, one-legged waitress who works at IHOP. Eileen? <laughs> Yes. So ridiculous. Do you remember Wes Sullivan, Burt Borth's brother? No, I never worked with him. No, he was out of the scene by the time I started. He was gone. Every, did he have that joke? Every night when he'd do a sound check, he would do this. Uh, so I said to my one-legged wife, I said, Peg? Actually, she was my <laughs> ex-wife. When I found out she had a wooden leg, I broke it off. Oh, my God. And he had like 12 of them. <laughs> And he would just go and go and go. And one night when he wasn't there, I did it during the sound check. And he got all pissed at me. He's like, you're doing my bit. I was like, I was paying homage to you during the sound check. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Gosh. Sorry I have my own material. I have a leg up on you. So, Dude, all right, so... Um, hey Ya was on their fifth and final album when they did. Uh, they did. When did Hey Ya come out? What year was that? I would guess 2003, 2002, somewhere right in that area. But Dude, I had was... a bit. I had a bit when we would go out, um, me and my buddies, about Hey Ya, and um, the bit was <laughs> the bit was if we were talking to somebody. Um, you know, if, especially if you're talking to a girl, that song would inevitably come on at the end of the would. night, right? Or towards the end, like it was like, you know, and and it was um, that the song reminded <laughs> the song reminded me of my grandma's funeral because they played it there. Okay, for real? And, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> no not okay. for okay. real. My grandma wasn't even dead then. Okay, but. <laughs> And then it it, <laughs> it grew to um, my buddy would be like, and for hey ya, grandma, grandma, shaker, shaker, shaker. Oh my god, this is funny. So ridiculous. But that's what we would go into, and and it would oftentimes. Uh, <laughs> result in the, into the end of the conversation really <laughs> shaker shaker uh-uh. grandma and we would like have shovels like we were <laughs> oh man it's line up and sing the song <laughs> oh this is the funniest thing i've ever heard so irresponsible and disrespectful i was a lost man i was in my 20s i didn't know what the hell was going on all right, so what was on this album? Stank, Stank Anya? 
Stankonia. Um, I want to get back to this. Hey, so, but that last album they did was a double album and each one of them did a solo album. You know, that, Hey, yeah, was just, that I had, I had that one. I believe that's the one that, I think had, that there was like a, um, I mean, it was not the most appropriate pictures, right. On the CDs. It was like, um, no. Oh yeah. There might've been boobs and butts. Yeah. Yeah. I think there might've been. And fishnet and like, t- oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah, it was, was like one that, you know, you don't want to hand the, hey, pick something, to, you know, you're in your car, mom's <laughs> in the car and pick a CD. <laughs> Go on, flip through. I got to look we, up. We talked about Miss Jackson on here before. We had we a Miss Jackson reference recently. Was that, that on that? Was that is. That, hey, uh, no, that is on, uh, that is on Stankonia. So uh, the three big hits that came off of there were uh, Miss Jackson, So Fresh and So Clean, and oh, yeah. bombs over Baghdad. All right, how's that go? Do you I remember so that? So clean, so fresh, so clean. Bombs no. over Baghdad. It's like a very rock and roll beat. It was like it like changed rap music. That's the thing about really? the album is like they were like just bending genres. Like for one of the first times, you know, they I... established themselves and how great they were, and then were able to just kind of get some really weird sound. Because when you think of like, hey, yeah, that's not hip hop. You know what I mean? That's that's something right. That's what I'm saying. Different. Like I don't think of them as as rappers. I mean, they're and I'm not against rap. I'm not against rappers. <laughs> who are who are you against? <laughs> Those thugs. Yeah, I don't think that I, I don't ever think of them as that. But they were more. Were they more into rap before? Yeah, I mean, uh, Outkast and Goody Mob started together. Their first album was called Southern Playalistic Cadillac Funky Music. Like their first song was Players Ball. They were they were always a little bit different. But I mean, they really like. This is Bonzo or Baghdad? Yeah. But even that has like some hey, uh, energy to it. Yeah, this was the start of it all for them. Love it, man. Oh, yeah, you don't know. They're old stuff. They were very rap heavy, but this kind of changed the game. <laughs> we're not against rappers, but we are against those thugs. Thugs, thugs. Oh man, that's it right there, right? Who would have thought that like now those guys are like playing in Lyle? <laughs> like <laughs> are they really? They're doing like street fests? And just not even street fest, but just um Zoom shows. <laughs> They're gonna be on one of these corporate zooms. All right, we're gonna have you come out at 610. Um Bone Thugs and Harmony is gonna play before you. They're gonna do like five minutes, and then we'll have you come up. Okay. I did a Zoom show the other night with Bill Bellamy. What? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It was a, um, I've done a couple of these where I moderate a conversation with Sebastian. We just talk. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's been fun. And um, But this one we did the other night, Bill Bellamy cracked it open. And I, was, I met him before. We had like a little sound check. He was like, uh, you know, good to meet you, dude. And um I had, I, you know, I don't know why I do this, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? I actually had a chance to meet you. I opened for you. Uh, I brought him up at Zany's. I was house I'm seeing uh-huh. years ago. I mean, Bill Bellamy at the time was. Um, oh, yeah, man. You know, when we were growing up, he was like, he was huge. How to be a player. The other movie that was like how to be a player. And all the, but just all the MTV, you know. Absolutely. He had a TV show for a long time too. I mean, and he's still, and he does a lot for comedy. 
Yeah. He's had a bunch sure. of shows where he puts on comics. And I have a couple more trivia questions too, but I feel like you're going to know these way too easily, especially after everything else we've talked about. Um, who was the oldest person to hold the office of president? Um, Andre 10,000. <laughs> Why is he called Andre 3000, by the way? Because he's from the future. And that's the thing. That's he's not even, from the future? Yes. That's not, I mean, they're aliens. Ah, it's, there's so much to outcast you don't even know. And that's just their like real names. They have nicknames, too. If I tell you their nicknames, I want you to guess if it's... Andre 3000 is not his real name, Jim. I'm sorry to tell you. But, uh, but, but that's just his real name. Here she has a nickname. <laughs> that's his real nickname. They have additional nicknames. A3K? Like, uh, three Stacks is one of them, for sure. Three Stacks? Three Stacks is one of them. But there's some that you wouldn't even... Like, if I asked you who Sir Luscious L. Leftfoot was, would you think that was Andre 3000 or Big Boy? I would think that was... Somebody in the Knight's Tale. <laughs> Incorrect. It was Big Boy. <laughs> what about Cupid Valentino? No, who's that? That's Andre 3000. That's his, another alias? I mean, oh, they, that's what he checks have, in the hotels as? They have so many aliases. Daddy Fatsax? Who's Ron Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great one. <laughs> Hot Tub Tony Francis? I don't even know what that one means. That's another outcast name? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chico Dusty is another big boy nickname. I mean, it's two guys, and they have 45 nicknames between them. Johnny Vulture, Ice Cold. It sounds confusing. It's very confusing. Like, I'm a Pearl Jam fan, and Eddie Vedder, that's just his name. <laughs> another one of big boy's nicknames is General Patton. That's just someone else's name. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> uh, my nickname is Esmeralda Marcos. Wait, what? You can't just. I'm going to start doing that around my house. Hey, Luke, you know what I'm going to start calling you? Elliot. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, man, I just started going by Sir Lucius L. Leftfoot. <laughs> you throw Sir in front of me. Oh, Sean Connery. We should talk about Sean Connery. Yeah, that's. He was a guy. Sir. He was a Sir. Do you remember then when they started handing out Sirs? Sir, a night like, a lot used of to be. Right? It was like a big deal. I remember the, like, who was the first, like, Lawrence Olivier, I remember hearing getting knighted and uh, maybe, like, Alec Guinness. And then they started knighting everyone. Yeah, they did. I don't know. It's I just tell you what, dude, I'm not calling anyone sir. I'm sorry. I'm not into the knighting nonsense. Barry Gibb? <laughs> Barry Gibb and knight? You know what his initials are? BG! <laughs> I think it stands for Brothers Gibb. Ah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. The Bee Gees. But I might just be a bald-headed woman. <laughs> Are you into the Bee Gees? I'm not against the Bee Gees. I wasn't a huge disco guy, but they had a couple of hits that I know. Do you know anyone that's like, Alexa, play the Bee Gees? <laughs> I don't. I also don't know anyone who would be like, Alexa, play ABBA. Oh, my mom, my mom and dad would for sure. Really? Yeah. Sorry again to the McGanns. Man, I have, I have not made friends with your parents over the last few episodes. They were, they went through an ABBA phase for sure. Really? ABBA. Is it ABBA or ABBA? I don't really know. I think you're saying it backwards. <laughs> Are you a fan? What are they? I know Dancing Queen and I wouldn't know what else is theirs. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, let me think of another ABBA song. Dancing Queen and... Uh, Are there any else? other ones? Take a Chance on Me. Take a Chance on Me. No, no clue. Come on. No clue. Is it true that they had no idea what they were saying? You know this one. You don't remember this one? No. Turn it off. Take a chance on me. <laughs> I'm glad you don't know this one, dude. This is awful. Please stop it. Do you remember, like, who are some people that your um, your mom or your dad listened to that you were like, oh, or that you might even, like, fall back on now? They were, I, I think my mom liked some Bee Gees. So I was familiar with it. And I'm sure she liked ABBA, ABBA, whichever one. But there wasn't a ton of it going on. Potato, potato, <laughs> ABBA, ABBA. <laughs> There's a few. I think I mentioned one of them. Take a Walk on the Wild Side. That song tripped me out, man. Yeah. So unique and different and and did not age well. That's funny you say that about that song, Take a Walk on the Wild Side, because when I was at Dayton, that that like stirred up a huge controversy. Some dad was walking his daughter through Dayton to check out the school. And that song was on like uh-huh. the, the Dayton radio station. The college kids ran it. And, um, you know, you never really paid, paid that much attention to the lyrics, um, but they were playing that song. And he wrote a letter that was like, this is unbelievable. You play this song because it's about, you know. Yeah. I mean, they were controversial at the time. Yeah. But funny when you like don't think a song is um, is that and then it's it's like you're dissecting every it's a slippery slope. Right. Yeah, man. So many know. songs are like that. I was a huge uh, um, um, Violent Femmes fan. And when I learned like what Blister in the Sun was about, it was not about someone raking leaves and getting a blister. I'll <laughs> tell you that. That is not how he got his blister. And that was, that was shocking to me to find out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's just hilarious. My mom, I remember my mom listening to like Anne Murray, <laughs> Nat King Cole, right. cer- certain names certainly and i'll I'll pull them up now sometimes for my yeah. kids who would you credit your parents to like exposing you to like somebody somebody that you're like proud to listen to or oh yeah yeah there was a lot of that too though i mean there was some good like my parents loved pink floyd and you know stones and and Zeppelin. oh that's awesome like so that you guys are cool. just a little your parents are just a little younger than mine <laughs> for sure but they were like, you know, Roy Orbison, I think is, is good. Yeah. Some like old school crooners too, that I probably wouldn't know much about. I think Nat King Cole has got one of the best voices. They were in him. The Eagles. Eagles for sure. Fleetwood Mac. Phil Collins. Phil Collins uh, library is so underrated. Right. That man put out a lot of good music. And I feel like he just looks like Michael Chiklis. Does he not? Does he does he not look like the commish? His name's Phil. <laughs> Can you imagine? You heard Phil? Do you hear Phil new Phil's new song? No, I don't want to hear Phil's new song. Who do you who's mean he, Phil? Do you mean he wrote a book? Phil's not making popular music. Phil who? Phil Collins. <laughs> He sounds like a dork. Sounds like a Harold Ramis character. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Are we um, ready to wrap up or? I think we think? should. I think it's uh, about enough. 
for the ninth month of the year that is actually the 11th. On our way out, though, we started to talk about it and then we never really got into it. Uh, Sean Connery passed over the weekend. Tell me your thoughts on that. I know you were a uh, big James Bond fan. No, it's too bad. Yeah, I, I actually uh, was. A, I, I like Sean Connery. Big fan. Was he um, your favorite Bond? Yes. Yeah, I would say he was. You? Uh, I didn't watch enough of them, but I, I certainly think he's the most iconic for it. He's the one I always think of for it, you know? I mean, I, I know him so much more from his older days. So it's so weird to me to see like him not playing a human version of Yoda. Cause I feel like in most of his movies, you know, later it was, he was just the wise old sage, you know what I mean? Telling you stuff. He so, was great in, um, in so many things later in life. Right. Um, the untouchables jumps out to me. Yeah. Big time. I loved his, uh, character in that. Um, I mean, Indy's dad, right. In uh, in the last crusade. Sure. Yeah. The rock. Yeah. Hunt for Red October. Yeah, he's a legend for sure. On top of like him having that late career resurgence, he then had another complete run of fame with Will Ferrell playing him on Celebrity Jeopardy. Like I forgot about that. Became huge. And like I mean, he's such a smart guy. He plays such a smart character in everything he does. And they make him out to be this absolute moron. Right. And they do it perfectly. Was he him? Or, no, Trebek was, Will Ferrell was Trebek. Who was, or, I'm Will sorry. Fer- who was Connery? Yep, it was uh, It was Daryl Hammond. Because he would be like, I'll take the rapists uh-huh. for 500. That's therapists. <laughs> therapists. <laughs> Anal bum cover. <laughs> that is an album cover. <laughs> Give me swords for 900. <laughs> it's S words. <laughs> I'll take the penis mightier for a thousand. <laughs> that is the pen is mightier. <laughs> and he goes on to say, don't get me wrong. I've spent a pretty penny on this type of product in the past. But if your penis mightier really works, I'll take a dozen. <laughs> Rest in peace, oh. Sean Connery. <laughs> Your best. Losers always try their best. All right, buddy. All right, my man. Uh, Let's close it out. The Chicago way. What was his name? Malone? What was uh, Sean Connery's name in Untouchables? Who cares? Let's get out of here. <laughs> it's November. Stay well. We're going to get there. January, February, March, April, May. We have broken every copyright copyright law. Bye, everybody. Download, subscribe, and review. Yeah, we'll be back next week.